0: Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grombacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Robert Luxenberg. Robert, are you ready to do this?
1: I am ready for action.
0: Excellent. Let's do this. Robert is a real estate investor trainer the author and author of the new book mind money and wealth what they don't teach you in school I'm excited to have you on Robert tell us a little bit about your personal life some more about your work and why you do what you do
1: well I think that my personal life uh, is actually worth talking a little bit about because it's uh, part of my journey which led to me writing this book it's my third book now Uh, And this was a legacy to my children. Uh, I have um, a son, Evan, who's 20, uh, a daughter, Sarah, who's 19, and another daughter, Deanna, who's 16. And uh, one of the things that uh, I clearly noticed uh, is that um, for whatever reason, uh, school, and I say school, we're talking about uh, high school, maybe junior college, uh, they seem to be missing the boat in some key areas. And don't get me wrong. I mean, my kids are going to go to university. They're going to get educated. They're going to do their thing. Uh, but the the schools seem to be missing uh, some very, very important pieces here. They do a great job, George, of teaching people how to be great professionals, whether it be doctors, lawyers, uh, architects, uh, engineers. Um, but when it comes to the, the basics, actually building wealth and freedom uh, and, and other important things like that, they don't. And it's something that I noticed long ago. My journey began, uh, I would say, as far as this book is concerned. My journey began at the age of 47. So what happened was, um, I had just been hired uh, to run U.S. operations for a company here in Montreal. I'm from Montreal and live here. Um, it was, it, it's been, you know, several experiences with various corporations where. I was promised the world that they would go public. uh, I would get options and uh, be rewarded. And I had over-delivered in my portfolio and, uh, unfortunately, uh, did not get rewarded the way I thought, uh, the way I expected. And I'm sure that uh, your listeners can relate to this to some extent. Sure, sure. And um, so, you know, I... I actually was, I had accepted this opportunity. They, they wind and dined me. We played golf together. It was all exciting, had a lot of fun. They toasted my arrival and I was driving home that night and I had a major chest pain and no, it wasn't a heart attack, but, uh, something was wrong. Uh, My subconscious mind was screaming at me (laughs) that I was doing the wrong thing here. And I actually pulled over. Uh, I had heard uh, on the radio while I was going through this process of feeling the pain in my chest, I heard the song Cats in the Cradle. Uh, I don't know if you know that song, but uh, it's one that when I talk about it, I cry, Uh, you know, (laughs) being away from my children, not connecting with them. And I saw this happening. I was going to run U.S. operations. I was going to be traveling. And all these things came to play at the same time. Wasn't being wealth, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result, which, of course, is the definition of insanity. Right. And um and I realized I had to do something major. Uh I'm sixty one now, so just to put things in perspective, this is at the age of forty seven. It wasn't that long ago. And I got home and uh I told my wife at the time that I'm not doing it. And she goes, What do you mean you're not doing it? I said, I'm I'm not gonna be taking this this job. And she says, Well how are you gonna feed us? Right. <laughs> I, I actually <laughs> I didn't have much money to my name. I had very, very little. Uh, and you know, if I don't take this opportunity, I have no, no income coming in, but I knew deep in my gut I had to do this. And I did, I took the plunge. I I called the next morning. I told the CEO, I'm not coming in. Uh, he freaked out of course, rightfully so. Sure. He's a friend today, but at the time he hated me (laughs) and, uh, um, and I literally was sitting there with no job, no money coming in, uh, very, very little money to my name. We're talking about tens of thousands and uh, three kids that needed to be fed and a wife and a house and a mortgage. And I can go on and on. The stress, the pressure was intense. Yeah. And um, I made a decision at that point that I was going to humble myself. I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, something is terribly wrong here. I have a high IQ, I I have skills, I expected to have millions by now, and I've got nothing. And I said to myself, I don't know what I don't know. And I went on a a rampage. I read over 100 books on all areas that, uh, you know, from the mind, which was the key area for me of study, uh, to, to business, to money, to real estate, you name it, I read it. I went to seminars, I went to courses, I went to conferences, I went to camps. I jumped out of airplanes. I, I walked on glass, <laughs> swallowed fire, walked on fire. You have no idea, George. I did it all. I did it all. And mainly because I realized that uh, I didn't know where I was going and I had to get back on the right path. And it was during that process that I grew. And as I was reading these books, going to these camp seminars, etc., you could literally see on a graph that my net worth was going up. Wow. I had met up with an old client of mine uh, that I was a real estate agent, and he became a millionaire based on the stuff I brought him, uh, little did I know. We, uh, we ended up um, chatting for breakfast, and he basically said, listen, here's your mistake. you got to work for yourself. That's number one. Uh, and number two, you got you're good at real estate. you got to get into real estate. And I asked him to be my partner right there. And lo and behold, we had a beautiful partnership set up. And we started uh, down this path together. This was about 15 or 16 years ago and made uh, millions and millions of dollars. And um, it was this process that I went through that I had learned so much that was not being taught in school. Frankly, I have people in their 40s, 50s and 60s coming up to me to talk about this. So I knew, though, that I had to leave a legacy to my kids. And that's what this uh, this journey has been for me. Uh, it's crossing, crossing over from what I call the left side to the right side, from working hard to working smart. Uh, understanding the mind first and what holds us back, our fears. Uh, and that's what happened to me, George. I'm telling you right now that if all I did was work on my mind, it was enough to set me down the right path.
0: Well, I appreciate, uh, And that's yeah. what
1: I started with.
0: Nice. Well, I appreciate that very much. And a lot of uh really tough decisions that you made along the way but obviously you made the right ones so certainly congratulate mm-hmm. you for that and from uh, a little bit of research i, I did on it you are a, a championship level swimmer do you think that the that the ability to focus perhaps has helped you with with the with the mental
1: part um, you well, know, it's a, it's a good question. I ask. mean, uh, that's a long, long time ago. Um, you know, when I was in my late teens and uh, early twenties, went to university in the state swimming, but, um, I, I would say that it instilled certainly the, uh, the discipline that I needed, the ability to also take pain. You know, that's what training is all about getting into that so-called pain zone right. so often that you become familiar with it. So, uh, yeah, to be able to pick myself up and do what I had to do, uh, you know, to get to where I wanted to be, uh, and I just described a little bit of my journey. Uh, yeah, I think it helped. There's no question about it.
0: Got it. And so, making this making this mind shift mindset shift. Can you talk a little bit about? Is it just number one saying I'm interested in making a change, and then from there you figure out how?
1: Yeah, I think the first thing you have to do is, you know, recognize where you are and, and you know, are you happy where, where, you know, with the position that you're in, whether it be financially relationship oriented or whatever it might be or not. And if you're not, then, you know, life is very, very short. Uh, we've been blessed with this beautiful opportunity here to be on this earth. And uh, we've, we've got to cherish the moments. And if you're sitting there in a position where you're not happy, well, you know, don't accept it. You know, don't live in misery. Uh, you don't have to. Uh, you know, you're in a position where you can do almost anything that you want to do, but you got to make that decision. So be aware, you know, look internally, feel it, look in the mirror. Are you doing what you want to be doing? And, you know, I, I talk about money in a, a very interesting way, George. Uh, I actually think money is a very spiritual thing. Uh, I really have a very difficult time with people, you know, telling me, well, you can't, you shouldn't be talking about money or, or money's a bad thing or rich people are bad or whatever. And I mm-hmm. hear this. Usually, those people have no money. Right. Uh, that tell me this. At the end of the day, money is a spiritual thing, and here's why: the more of it you have, the more people you can help, the more freedom you have. That's what it comes down to for me. And you know, I, I could point out some of the big boys out there, you know, from Buffett to Gates and so on. And you know, they make a ton of money, of which you know a large majority of it goes to charity. And, um, you know, I look at it and I figure, well, if I can make a lot of money, yes, I'm going to have freedom, which is what you want in life. That's the most important thing, in fact, is to have freedom to do the things that you want to do to be on the mission you want to have. But um, to be able to help a lot of people, you know, that warms my heart. That's one of my big goals. And to do that, you know, more money. More people I can help. That's what it comes down
0: to. That's right. A very, very powerful tool if used correctly. So I appreciate that exactly. very much. So in the book you you lay out a formula that that talks about how whether you're coming from a place of having no money at all or you're coming from a place where you have some resources, it doesn't matter because you can go from zero to being financially successful. Can we talk a little bit about that?
1: Yes. I mean, I go through the entire process of starting from the mind heading towards the knowledge and understanding and awareness of how money works, which is a very important piece. And I say that because my kids go to very expensive private schools. And um, I met a group of them, actually, I remember once with my son, uh, and I asked them if they knew what compounding was, you know, compound interest. And, you know, the response floored me. There wasn't one of the four people that knew what compounding was. They—they're mm-hmm. not taught this in school. And Albert Einstein calls this the most powerful force in the universe. Right. And yet they didn't know. And I'm thinking to myself, well, if they don't know compounding, how are they supposed to build wealth? You know, it's one of the basics. Um, so in the book, I talk about mind first. You know, release yourself, get away, uh, take away the limits and fears that hold you back, the misconceptions, the underlying blueprint problems that you might have with money. Clean that up then understand money. And then from there, I literally outline how to build wealth. And in a sense, it's paint by numbers. I use real estate, um, you know, to, because it's what I know. Well, I do talk about other industries, but at the end of the day, it's a paint by numbers of making millions of dollars. And the reason I focus on kids is it's important that at this age, if they start now understanding all this, then, you know, making a hundred mil is real. It's not pie in the sky. I know that people hear about making money all the time and all these pitches and ads and whatever, and I'm saying no. I'm a perfect example, and I would have been a lot further. Uh, I would have been a lot further on and uh, down this path if I would have started when I'm young, which is why I start. Uh, you know, I'm focused on the kids. But let me tell you the formula in short. It's called Create. C R E A T E. It's an acronym, and it is a formula. And the C in CREATE is compounding, compound interest. It's understanding what that is and how it works and how it's affected by taxation. Because once you understand compounding, you can see how you can multiply money, you know, rather than working by the hour. It's a very, very important concept. The R is ROI, return on investment. Understanding that when you're investing, uh, and that means even a job where you're investing your time, there's a return that you're gonna get from that. And understanding that you need a, a, a good, solid, consistent return to be able to build the wealth you want. And under that domain is also NOI, which is net operating income. And in real estate and even businesses, when you have that number in your head and you understand that you build that, you build wealth, uh, it's magic. And I actually, in the book, talk about uh, net operating income in a way where I think that the readers will understand it really is magic. Uh, e is um, execution taking action. Uh, The biggest problem out there is not just knowledge and awareness. The biggest problem is people sit back and do nothing. They procrastinate. They're afraid. They want to make the perfect decision. And at the end of the day, it's about executing, getting it done, take action. You make a mistake, you'll correct. You'll continue like GPS. You take the wrong turn. It still gets you to where you want to be. Okay. It'll just take you a different route, but take action. Mm -hmm. Uh, A would be assets. And when I say assets, I mean assets that bring money into your pocket, not assets where money is going out, uh, like a house, for example. You want assets where you're going to have a flow of money into your pocket. Uh, T would be taxes. Understand the tax law, understand who gets advantages, what industry gets advantages and how, whether it be deferring taxes, depreciation, CCA, I could go on and on, because taxes are the single biggest killer of the compounding effect. And I'm sure some of your, reader, your, your followers will know exactly what I'm talking about. Sure. <laughs> and I get great examples in the book. And finally, E, uh, emotional intelligence. Um, if you have emotional intelligence and you keep yourself even keel, you'll make better decisions, smarter decisions, more profitable decisions. You'll negotiate better with people. Uh, you'll communicate better with people. And the bottom line is this if you, somebody was to ask me, where does success come from? It's not IQ. It is the ability to communicate to get what you want. And I tell that to kids all along, uh, all the time. It's the ability to communicate to get what you want. And that comes under the umbrella of emotional intelligence. So that's the CREATE formula.
0: I love it. That's extremely valuable. And I love that. You lay out examples and give people concrete ways, and that paint-by-number kind of a formula that they can take it and then apply it to their life and whatever, whatever endeavor that they're interested in pursuing. So I think that that's great. Um, and you certainly you touched on a lot of really important things, and certainly in context of. Talking about a 16-year-old, a 19-year-old, and a 20-year-old, and for lots of young people out there that are maybe feeling disenfranchised, that are graduating, and they took on a bunch of loans and didn't necessarily get the education that they're going to actually be able to use and apply to make money, and then looking around and thinking, okay, well, maybe money's a bad thing, but then on the other hand, if you look at social media, there's a lot of people who are promoting ways to get rich pretty quickly, so I think that this is a very timely, timely message.
1: Yeah, I tend to agree. I mean, there's more opportunity now to make money fast than ever before. But I think the the key here is just understanding yourself, understanding where you want to go, and then making decisions. I mean, the Internet is certainly a wonderful thing that's brought us all together and brought huge opportunity to the table. But, um, you know, there's a lot of ways to become wealthy today. But I think you're right. I think that there's so many problems out there with young people and challenges that they're dealing with. And in some ways, they've been babied a little bit by their parents. Uh, so they expect things to come easy. The truth is, uh, you know, migrating from one side of work hard to work smart is not hard. It is a decision. And that decision comes from awareness, George. And it is amazing how many kids that I talk to today and young adults and even adults. It's amazing because I do presentations and I speak and, you know, the kids are loving it. But the parents are saying, hey, what about me? You know, I'm 45, I'm 40, I'm 55. Is it too late for me? And I'm the perfect example. I was 47, and I was able to go from zero to multimillionaire in a very short period. And the bottom line is it's not BS. uh, It's not pie in the sky. There's a process. You've got to understand certain things. You've got to be aware, and they can all do it. And And kids in particular, my God, if they start now understanding this stuff, the sky's the limit. Whatever they choose to do. Excellent.
0: Well, Robert, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them?
1: Okay, let me give you two quick ones. Uh, The the first one is to uh, understand uh, where you're at, understand that you need to move from one side to the other, from the work hard to the work smart side uh, uh, of making money. Uh, Work hard being working by the hour, being shackled to a job, uh, not having the vacations you want, not having the freedom you want to do what you want and getting to the other side where you're making money while you sleep and you can pick and choose what you do each day. Uh, And it can be done, uh, you sometimes migrate slowly, I have friends that are doing that, I talk about it in the book, Uh, but you need to think that way to understand, hey, I'd rather have net worth than income coming in from uh, as an employee. The other thing that I'm gonna pass on um, is uh, understand if you're gonna be doing real estate, I know it works with businesses, Uh, I talk about NOI, net operating income, and there's a magic formula out there because buildings uh, are purchased, generally speaking, not totally, but generally speaking on cap rates. And again, I talk about it in the book, but uh, the people listening now can certainly look this up on Google. It's very easy. The formulas are there. But most people think, for example, you raise your rent or you lower your expenses, you're gaining cash flow and i would say to you that even smart real estate people think that's it i just raised my rent x number of dollars that's how much cash flow i have here's where the magic is the value of your property depending on the cap rate of your market okay when you raise your income your revenue or you decrease your expenses you're actually raising the value of your property anywhere from depending on the type of property and location from 15 to 30 times the amount that you save or that you're raising the rent. So you raise the rent $1, you're actually making on average 20 in value. That is magical. Any building you look at that you can see that you can renovate, upgrade, raise the rents, maybe lower the expenses, the, the heating costs, the interest, uh, the uh, well interest too, but uh, the uh, insurance, et cetera. Uh, you are actually increasing value where you're taking advantage of the compounding effect and you can make fortunes in a very short period of time. I call that the magic of NOI, and that's huge.
0: Well, that is great stuff. That definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. Robert, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you and where can they get a copy of the book?
1: Well, my website is mindmoneyandwealth, A-N-D, wealth.com. And you'll certainly learn a little bit about me there. Uh, The book is actually launching, though I do think you can buy it today. It's actually officially launching tomorrow. Um, You can go to Amazon.ca or Amazon.com. I think that if you type in my name, Robert Luxenberg, L-U-X-E-N as in Norman, B-E-R-G, you'll see three of my books. And then you'll see front and center is Mind, Money, and Wealth. You can buy it as an ebook. You can buy it as a book, which I'm hoping uh, your listeners will do. It's a nice manual to have, uh, paint by numbers of getting rich. Uh, and ultimately, the, the audio book will be available, I think, in about a week from now. Uh, and you can also find me on Facebook. My page is there under, again, my name, Robert Luxemburg.
0: Excellent. Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Robert your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to mindmoneyandwealth.com. And when this show is live, his books will absolutely be available, so pick up a copy. Thank you again, Robert. My pleasure. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. podcast course and you'll find it there you can just go to the website i'll also list that in the notes of the show what's up savage nation please support the show by subscribing leave us a review and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it come on